Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Bobcat fans, welcome back to Inside the Den. I am your host, Coach Tim Hall, and we are going to talk with another undefeated coach at Lee's McRae. We've got the head men basketball coach, Steve Harden. Steve, welcome back to Inside the Den. Thank you, Tim. It's always, it's always a pleasure to get on, for sure. Okay, well, back before the holiday break, we had you on the show. We were talking about the season ahead, and I know you were pumped and excited. And here we are, mid to late January. You are undefeated. You're 3-0. and Man, you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we knew that we, we had a chance to be pretty talented uh, with – practices and trying to figure out stuff we were we were actually super nervous just because we're extremely deep this is by far the deepest team i've ever had easily one through 15 could could play i'd say one through 12 13 could start um so just managing minutes managing effort managing egos we knew that this would be about us more than more than any of our opponents and that's not knocking any anybody else but uh, uh i am more worried about this my own team than scouting or anything else this year because if we just come to play hard and everything uh, we're, we're so deep we just wear people out i think back in our last episode we talked about minutes and how mm-hmm. scarce they're more scarce this season than in a usual season when you play what thirty some odd ball games, right. and you have I think what sixteen that you're yes. playing. Uh, we yep. knocked out three. The first three were at home. Uh, you're doing quite well, man. Wh- how have you made this happen? How have you and the team been able to pull this off thus far? I think I think it ultimately goes down to the sacrifice of the guys. Um, just the willingness for one for our guys to just buy into to winning at all costs, not worry about anything else, uh, stats, none of those kind of things. Just making sure that they're playing as hard as they can when they're on the floor, and then tag tag your partner and make sure he's playing harder than you just did when he comes in. So uh, I think that's huge buy-in. It's all been to the players, and then one, and then two is uh, just the student athletes on how. Uh, I guess mental preparation with the, with COVID, how much they've been able to to just handle that and and stay the course and just stay going to and all of those kind of things. So I think that part has been has been super super key to our success is uh, that willingness for that, and then naturally the willingness to compete. We're so so deep and talented; they have to have to get after it every day against each other. So uh, we're hoping that that becomes. Now when they play somebody else, they're like, it's easy because we're, we're trying to mm-hmm. fight so much for minutes and for shots and those kind of things that I think once they get in the game, it just uh, hopefully becomes easier. Well, it's fun when you've got the depth you're talking about and you can have some good quality competition within the team uh, yeah. and then be able to take that out on the competition when the time comes. Uh, you know, going back to the preseason poll, I'm not – I told Coach Jennings this the other day that, man, I'm, I'm not that big on preseason polls, uh, but it's always fun to validate that poll or prove it wrong. And, right. you know, your team was picked third uh, mm-hmm. just behind Southern Wesleyan and Emmanuel. And, you know, one, how did your guys view that? And now that you've started the season hot, you know, what 
now is their attitude about that and just being three and zero at this point with some big games coming up. Right. Well, I, I viewed it as, uh oh, uh, that we're picked pretty high and we've never been picked that <laughs> high. Uh, and we had a couple first place votes and, and just, you know, a point or two away from being second all the way to first, they were all super close. So, uh, uh, that was nerve wracking after losing, you know, four, four of our top scorers, you know? And so, um, uh, that as a coach, you know, you want to be as low as can, as you can. So at least we weren't two or one, I guess, but, uh, as a player that this group is just the confidence just reigns through these guys and they're, and, and it's, uh, it's a cockiness, but it's a confident cockiness that they just feel like that we are more talented. And if we play and do the things, they feel like that we should be all the time. So naturally, they they felt slighted, even though there's no <laughs> point to be slighted with what we lost. But they felt like they that we should be one. And and uh, honestly, they were they were really, really looking forward to playing that Southern Wesleyan game, that first game. It just ended up not working out, and we played Erskine instead. But uh, uh, they had a lot of days to practice on talking about from us losing to them last year to coming into preseason there. And uh, they actually had the most first place votes. So our guys were chomping at the bit to get that first one. And then uh, I think Erskine just kind of got a, a wave of our emotions is, is what happened in that game. Well, it's it's good when you got a, a team full of players who – no matter where you are in the preseason poll, have that feeling that they have something to prove. And and it's always to ourselves first as athletes and as coaches. We have to prove to ourselves that we, we're capable and worthy. And then you get out there and, you know, as they say, I mean, the ball meets the court and you either put up or shut up and right. and make it happen and get it done. And, and so you're doing that. And, man, you're, you're doing it uh, – quite well you know it's not like you're skating by i mean you're putting up some right. points on the board uh you know the stats are looking phenomenal uh and you're actually you know you're tied you're tied for first with with belmont abbey at three and oh they're on the horizon and we'll we'll talk about them here in a minute but you know from a from a style of play standpoint i mean your your scoring margin right now i mean we're talking 27.7 points a game scoring margin so you know what are what are some of the uh, stats you're looking at as a coach, or what are the attributes you're seeing out of your team so far that's helping you get off to this start? You know, um, defensively, we really talked about that from the get go. Um, uh, like you said, when we're so talented and so competitive in practice, we felt like we were talented as a coaching staff, but again, we're playing against each other, so you just don't know. And we were scoring at will, and we felt like we need to guard better. And then some days that we we're turning all over the place, and we felt like you know, it, you go both ways on that. It's hard to tell against your own team, but uh, finally getting to play and getting that Erskine game under our belt, on just seeing kind of what we're made of. Um, we just really were so excited to play. I mean, you went get to that point. So that was one thing that uh, we would make sure that got us going. Uh, naturally, we just had a really good night on that offensively and, um, and we're pr pretty good defensively just on steals. I mean, we had 30 assists. So that, that's something that we're really looking at. If we're moving the ball offensively, if we're running offensively uh, up on Dunk Mountain where it's 4,000 feet, you know, we're, we're trying to wear people out as much as possible. We're so deep. We really want to have that consistent basis. But at the same time, we still want to guard. And I thought we did better of that. Uh, we we held people, you know, under, under 60, you know, under 71 game. We're still – 
up in the hundreds and nineties. So that, that was, that was key to us this year. I feel like we can just be so much better defensive team. We're longer, uh, we're aggressive, but we're smarter. We're not just crazy trapping everywhere, but we're, we're being smarter about, about being able to guard one-on-one and, and help and rebound. It's all the simple things. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a quick year where you don't get a lot of practice. So coaches are doing a better job of not trying to overstress guys and to simplify the game. Literally, just those basic principles that you've heard about basketball is really trying to simplify those and and just hopefully um, uh, let effort play out after you're doing those details. Mm. All right. So one thing I think is key uh, up to this point, you've played every game at home um, and you've got the next few games on the road. So first, what has it been like? to play in Williams Gymnasium with no fans. How have right. you all adjusted to that? What is the vibe, the feel? How have you and your team made it still exciting? Because I know you guys thrive on that. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question. Um, I think it's naturally before a game, warm-ups, um, playing is different, it's super different. Um, but then uh, we've interacted with some things after games. We make sure we go talk to the to the camera enough to wave and thanks for everybody coming. Um, but during the game, once it starts, myself, I think where I just grew up with Coach's son and, and knew what I wanted to do forever, I, I would probably be really bad at any other uh, job. Uh, but but that part was once a game starts, I've always hyper-focused in. I mean, I can even, my wife or somebody say, did you hear what this person said in the stands or that? And I'm like, I have no clue. Like, <laughs> once you get going, yeah. you don't notice it. And I'll be honest with you, during the game, it feels super loud in there. Now, it might be our guys yelling, and it is, but it feels the same when the ball is moving, just talking, and, and I'm still doing the same thing. But anytime it's stopped, that's when you notice it's, vastly we're in a whole different world right now and I, th- I think that's the the weird keys is when it's going it's regular but when it stops it's like it's super different and uh it's even more different i think the biggest difference is when i go back and watch it at home and and ied craig mcfail and and sports information they're both doing a great job on the on the webcast and making it fun to watch so i really like watching that instead of just our regular game because to see how much fun they like it but once we go back and watch and see all the highlight plays that we've had, we've been blessed to have a lot of dunks in, in, in consecutive games. And when you watch that, you're like, dang, if this place was like regular. Mm. I don't know if the fans could handle themselves. <laughs> bad. So that, that, that part, you know, you kind of miss out on. But, but during the live ball, it, it kind of feels the same. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to mention to our fans and listeners out there that Though we can't have fans at the games and in the stands, the games are being broadcast online. You can go to lmcbobcats.com, and there's plenty of links and info to figure all that out, and I would butcher it if I even tried to explain how for you to do this. So just go to lmcbobcats.com, and and you can watch the basketball games. You'll be able to watch other sports compete when their time comes. So uh, definitely check that out uh, and and watch uh, the games as they happen live, which you can do. Now, so we've had the first three at home, but it's time to hit the road. And right. you got some big games coming up on the road. So how are you preparing your players for that? And, you know, what are you most looking forward to as a coach with these games you have coming up uh, uh, away from Dunk Mountain? Yes, that's, that's a great question. Um, we got a lot of new guys, so, so, so a road game will always be different than a home game, uh, regardless of fans or not. Um, you do not – I will say – 
not saying that it helped us because we're shooting our own gym and everything. Naturally, playing at home is always easier than the road. But this year is a little different. The home court is not the home court. I mean, we know what what Dunk Mountain and what that Williams Gymnasium is when when all cycling and everybody's in there super crazy. That 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 intimidates people, intimidates the referees, intimidates the player, the the visiting teams. And to not have that makes it a little tougher to. Uh, to make sure you're staying the course and getting wins. People, I mean, you can see that from high major down, Duke struggled at home because they don't have that same environment. You know, uh, all those high majors have struggled if they're younger. So it's just, it's just simplifying the game. And really it's back to basketball, like true in its truest form. So you got to be prepared. You got to be ready and you got to be able to bring it. And then naturally going on the road for our first time, uh, just, just handling the, the road trip, handling how to handle that, handling uh, eating naturally uh, with COVID, not, you know, eating on the bus or just some different aspects that we haven't been uh, been able to use yet. So that, that'll that be a learning curve for us. And and uh, even though um, we've had a great start, we, we got a little pause. So us getting paused and not being out of practice and then starting right back up, that'll be something a learning curve for us. So, so I'm excited about that. That's just a part of this world and what we're in. And I think it'll, uh, it just shows how, how true basketball players are in all sports for that event of how much focused um, these college kids are on, on one trying to play and then two trying to win. It's been, it's been, it's been amazing for me just to watch, honestly. You know, and as you're saying that the word I've mentioned this to our team several times is one, I do not envy them and what they're having to go through. I can't imagine it being a college athlete, trying to just get the most out of that experience and having to cope and deal with all this. But the one word that has always really stood out for me and what I witness with our team and other teams is how adaptable they are. Yes, They have adapted to this situation and we keep throwing curveballs at them, you know, that they, they, we see coming. Usually now we're starting to see these curveballs come at us, uh, but we still have to adjust and adapt you know, that's the thing I'm really most impressed with. And they have maintained a level of enthusiasm. It hasn't knocked them down. You know, they're not ready to throw in the towel. They're not ready to give up. It's like, okay, what do you got for me today? And And I think... Go ahead. Oh, they've been so, so special on that too. I think um, just going on to what you're saying, just to, for example, we we play Belmont Abbey, Abbey and we're going to play them on Thursday. And, you know, we've been kind of in quarantine and their self, uh, they're going to play a lot of games this week. And they're, they're super good. As you talked about, you know, it's going to be a true test for us. They're undefeated. They're actually ranked over us in the region and in the national polls. So that's another little, little thing for our guys to kind of go to. And me as a coach, that's like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of things against you. You know, you're not practicing and then you're going to play a super talented team that's playing and our guys are the opposite. They're just like, they're ready. Like they don't, they're like, what can you throw me now? Let's see how good we really are. Let's let's see how great, uh, how can we handle not playing and then go out and try to compete and try to win a game that they know is going to be super tough to do. Well, you know, what are some of those top performances that you've been seeing out of some of your guys? I know, uh, you know, you had a player just uh, get named as uh, a, a player of the week by Conference Carolinas. Right. You know, what are some of the top highlights? I mean, it's it, I'm sure there's a lot when you're scoring 100-plus a game and your, def- <laughs> your defense right. is kicking butt and your team. You know, you sent me a screenshot of, you know, where some of your standings are in D2 as a team. And, man, your your team is listed in the top ten or the top three of many different categories, offense and defense. 
And so anytime you're doing that, of course, you've got multiple players excelling at a high level. So who are some of those names and just what's really jumping out at you as that's helping to secure that undefeated season, but also just generate more enthusiasm, excitement, and, and to borrow and use one of your phrases, fire. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we've talked about that a lot, specifically fire. And then also palms down is something that myself and, and our team chaplain, Pastor Allen, it, it really worked on together. And palms down just pretty much means, you know, most people uh, want palms up and really want what, what can you give me. And we mm. the sacrifice of palms down, helping people, those kind of things. And, and our last little talk about that, we had a lot of Bible verses with it, but our last part of it is if you do those things and you're always willing to give and you're doing those extras, uh, palms down means I get to make a fist. And that's five fingers naturally for a fist to talk about basketball. And at the end of the year, you got your palms down with a <laughs> ring. So we, we, we've really talked about that. That's been our motto. You know, we always have a new motto each year and that's, that's been our, 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 uh, uh, mentality, but naturally fire is our culture. And that's, you know, we want to bring that fearless, intense, relentless effort every game. And we need to be happy for whoever's having that night and not worry about minutes our uh, points as much as if we're getting it done as a team. And now, and, and Andrew Gardner, uh, who you're talking about, who got defensive player of the week this week, he, he's been a huge sacrifice. Uh, he, he started probably since his freshman year and uh, he hasn't started all in these three games. Doesn't mean he will, or doesn't mean he won't. We're just kind of rotate by that. So, so that's the thing that, that I think is a testament to show him and to show our team that if you do the right things and you worry about the right things and not the, the small details that don't matter, um, then you're going to get, you're going to get success individually and as a team and, and, and the proof's in the pudding just on, on Andrew getting that, you know, and others will, will have big shining moments. We'll have guys that's not played all year long that we're going to depend on to make big shots for us or, or take a big play or any of those things. So that's, I think that's, that's our key to how we're built this year. And then just like you talked about with the last games, we really talked about that. Um, from day one, we said, our main thing we said was we said, there's only 16 guaranteed games. You know, we might get a non-conference here and there if we can, but 16 guaranteed games, Plus, if you make the tournament and then get to play, and and and, but we also said it might be one guaranteed game. Mm. Be best in the game you're playing and give everything, put it on tape. And if we only play that one game, make sure what you put on tape is what you look back and be like, I gave everything I have. So we talk about that a lot, and then we also talk about how with these less games, everybody gets their years back. Also, so this is all to gain and nothing to lose year. So this is a year that you can't worry about. You can't sweat the small things. You can't worry about starting or minutes or point mm. those things if you can just worry about playing you got an opportunity to maybe go go win a, a i mean a national title i mean the t it, you know the year this is a year where you can sneak in and get through stuff that's on a regular year you might not be able to so we talk about that a lot well i believe whomever gets there mindset's going to play a huge role in getting there you know yep. it's not all about just playing and working hard because everybody's working hard everybody's yep. playing but it's, it's that attitude and mindset you take every day and executing uh, all along the way and being consistent with it. So as you look ahead to the schedule ahead, games ahead, you've got you know that practice time after the holidays. You've got these games. And, and getting to know the players better 
as you said, you got a lot of new people. You lost a lot of top scorers from the from last year. Uh, what do you now think is going to be some of the your keys to success as a whole? I know it, it's piggybacking off of some of the stuff you said, but now are there any opportunities or new things that you're seeing that you think, okay, we're doing this really well. Now we got to execute even more because now the competition is going to be gunning for you. Right. Yes. Um, I think, um, I think I've noticed and I think we can keep getting better every game, uh, just defensively, how much we can lock in and, and play in the full court as we do and try to create our chaos, but also not trap as much as we have, I guess, in the past on just trying to create all or nothing turnovers, I guess. And, and this team's this team can guard one-on-one better. Uh, we're longer. We can rotate better. We can help better. Those things. I really saw that in the very last game we played. I mean, we, you know, we beat Mount Olive pretty good on that first night. I mean, uh, uh, beat them probably the most that the schools ever have. I mean, that's a team that's always been real successful in our league. So we had a huge night on that Friday. And then that Saturday we get ahead really big in, in the first half. And then, come back and, and and they grind it back as we know that they're a great team and great coach and they've always been successful and they grind it back within six and and they cut it to six and five at one point in time and for us to kind of push that back lead that lead back up to 20 and 17 was just our defensive grind I mean we held a team up under 60 points I mean that, that's never happened in the Steve Harden era I, I know they said since like 2014 but we weren't very good then we were just trying to walk it up and hopefully make a shot so so that just those extra possessions and still to keep it that way just shows that we have a chance to be pretty special on the defensive end and just make offense easy just just be simple all right, so maybe one final thing for us to talk about, which I th- we could probably take this one for quite a while, is I remember in our last conversation, you know, you talking about your alumni. And, you know, I know you have your alumni talk to your team, your current team, an awful lot. And you'd mentioned something along the lines of uh, the alumni saying, "You come talk to me when you got one of these rings. Uh, yes. All right, so now your boys are 3-0. and uh what what kind of text messages and phone calls and emails are you getting now that they're three and oh it's like uh uh-oh these guys are for real uh how how pumped up is your alumni right now they're they're super pumped and that's super special for guys to to you know be proud of the what they did be proud of what what they brought to the school but also not be ultra jealous and not want other people to succeed and that's that's one special thing about our Doug Mountain Brotherhood is they uh, is they're hard on guys uh, they want guys to get to a certain level and, and and stay the course and have to earn things but at the same time they're super proud and they want them to go to higher levels than they did they felt like they started it you know and and uh, uh, guys from that championship team have all texted myself and made me send it to the guys and, and, and pictures and things of of how proud they are of the start and really proud of just what we talked about the defense and the unselfishness and, and uh, playing together and offensively and really guarding you know 94 feet and those things have been super special to see you know guys interacting with them and and them being really proud of the team uh, we know we got a long way to go and it's just a start and we just played three games but uh uh to see that progress um each game and and to be in different adverse situations and handle those that's been that's been special to to see at home so far well i'm a big believer in tradition and it has to start sometime you know mm-hmm. it has to start with some team some players and they light that fire and set the bar higher 
and and it's up to every team after that and and coaches it's a lot is on us to make that happen and emphasize it and pull it out of our players as a value as a as a characteristic and trait that you can leverage year to year to your advantage and i've always been impressed with how your team rallies around one another uh and and that brotherhood i think that's a word that doesn't get said enough right I what, agree. Is, I, what does that what does that word mean to you and what does that mean to your team yeah we I mean, we really we really take that dumb man brotherhood to heart um i know that everybody that's around us or sees it on social media or other sports you know just cliche cliche it and and you know duke does that and others do that and uh, but it means a lot to us. Uh, we take that to heart. Um, guys really are ultra involved. Uh, the brotherhood is almost uh, what you would call a, a society, a secret society, if you want to say, or anything of that, where these guys don't get a part of those. Small school fraternities, they feel that, and they feel uh, – and the older, the older guys really get into it. I mean, they'll invest – time talking to the guys they'll invest you know financial stuff you know any any part to, to help the program and, and i think all the way from my first year guys that struggled i mean we won three games and guys that were seniors on that team that's never won you know taking over that that they're they're ultra invested and all of them are are, are big time in the communities now i mean they're 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 winning at life and that they've won, you know, they're, they're making great money and doing those things. And now they're just, they're just super proud of their program because they, you know, it wasn't proud. They didn't really like to talk about where they're from. And now they're, they're, they're ultra, ultra proud. They're like, Hey, we got a championship, even though it didn't happen with those 2012 guys, they feel the same way. They feel like, Hey, you know, these McCray's got there. So, so it's, it's, it's been huge uh, just going from one to the other and, and them getting involved. I think, I think that's been the, the major part is, is how much, uh, how much willingness their, their each group and each team has been able to come and talk. So we've used that a lot. They talked to our guys when we were on the break, uh, we FaceTimed and, and had zoom sessions and each guy talked to our guys a ton. So, so I think they feel it and they understand that it's more than it's about more than just what's on the name of the back of the jerseys, which we have them on the name, the back now. So that's, that's a really added a bonus, but what's name on the back, not the name on the back, but the name on the front and, and make sure they're playing for both for the name on the front as well as their families on the back. Yeah. Well, I emphasize this point a lot, which is, um, we can't do anything alone and really it's no fun to do something alone you have more fun when you share the success uh share the success together and you guys are doing a fantastic job of that so are the women the women basketball team doing the same and it's just really exciting as a coach as uh an employee of the institution seeing you all have the success and thriving in it uh i just man it's exciting to see kudos and good job to you and your staff your your, your staff as well uh they don't get enough credit for the right. effort that they put into this uh they're just as important as anyone else uh but hey keep rocking and rolling man and yep. uh we'll get you back on the show later in this semester and uh, hopefully you're uh, 16 and 0 going to the tournament right. yeah let's hope so that's the we talk about 1 and 0 every day so that that's been huge and i would just like to make sure i mention when you said it this Deshaun motley takes care of everything he's pretty much a, a assistant head coach uh he does all the necessary things and is right there for the guys anytime 
And and then Coach B, uh, he, he also is is really behind the scenes. He's made every scout detail, uh, really behind the scene things on, on helping our guys to be successful. So so that, it takes a village, as we all know. And uh, and I'm glad that that we're all rolling the same way right now. And hopefully, when we get some adversity hit us, you know, probably going to come very soon, that we can we can we can survive that that wave and and make sure that we're still downhill climbing. So. Well, continue to get after it. Uh, I wish you the best the rest of this season and uh, really appreciate you being on Inside the Den, Steve. Appreciate it, Tim. Thanks. All right. Go Bobcats. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com, or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lees McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats. Go Bobcats.